What a whirlwind this last week has been, you guys. I have been working on a lot of projects, and so I'm sorry that everything has not been totally up to date on this podcast, but I have a lot of really exciting things going on right now. So I really just want to take this time to kind of update here. I have been learning a lot about intuitive astrology, and I've been really digging into my personal chart as I've combined that kind of with my continuing parts work and other forms of healing, basically. So I just want to share a little bit about what I've been learning about myself and kind of help you guys see how that has related to my chart and my astrology and just how I've been using that. Today, I just want to focus in a little bit on something in particular, which is Chiron. So the way that I like to think about Chiron is Chiron is what you came here to heal within yourself. Basically, Chiron shows us what our deepest wound is. Because Chiron is exceptionally deep, what I am learning is that you really have to give yourself a lot of grace and a lot of time as you're working on healing your Chiron wound. Really, not just to see Chiron as like a wound or something scary or bad or anything like that, but really to use it as like a source of eye-opening information about your life. So for me, I have my own personal Chiron example to give for you. My Chiron is located in my fourth house on my natal chart, and it resides within Leo. Your Chiron will look different. Everyone's is probably pretty different. But I kind of just want to break down these parts for you because there really can be a lot of information when you start looking at your chart and it can feel a little bit overwhelming, especially when you try to approach something like your Chiron, right? So Chiron and Leo fourth house, that's me. Let's talk about those parts. We kind of understand Chiron now. So let's move into the identity of the fourth house. I tend to see the fourth house as this symbol of home or safety. It brings a sort of groundedness. And with that, specifically in my case, I feel like it definitely filters around this idea of authority figures, aka my parents. And the fourth house energy, I think, From what I have discovered about myself, it it definitely fits that it's this most private version of yourself. That's why I like to call it like my home base. It feels like a security blanket. It generally speaking represents like your earliest relationships in your life. So more like a home life environment. And the association with aka parental figures. So it's this idea of how we create this feeling of home, not just necessarily in a physical space, but maybe in a more internal space. And so with my Chiron lying in this fourth house, that deep wound lying in this most internal, what should be safe space, this has been a doozy for me. So quite often, This idea of Chiron in the fourth house usually points to an unstable home environment and a general lack of stability or emotional support growing up. 
people with this placement generally don't have that warmth of home kind of feeling. It's missing from their lives. And it tends to make these children feel that they don't matter, that they don't have a place to belong. Now, for other people, this could look totally different, right? Chiron in the fourth house could be seen as a lot of different things. It could be disasters. It could be moving all the time, divorce of parents, foster homes. And these are just some commonalities. This is not like a must be. And not everybody who experienced those kinds of things necessarily have Chiron in the fourth house. We're just trying to get to know some of the patterns or some of the emotional irregularities that could follow a chart placement like this. So basically, Chiron in the fourth house, these people share a struggle to feel truly, genuinely welcomed. They tend to always feel like a surplus. And quite often, they have difficult relationships with their parents, but especially with the feminine parent, so the mother. And usually they were not taken care of, whether that is physically or emotionally. That is something that I have been extremely consistently working on, is my feminine mother wound. And understanding this Chiron in the fourth house placement has been really helpful in figuring that out. Because what I've really been able to see is that due to her circumstances, my mother was not able to be fully present during my childhood. She wasn't fully present physically, and she was not fully present mentally. And this was due to a huge number of reasons, some including her own childhood abuse, but also because my older sister passed away and she was constantly in and out of the hospital battling cancer. So my mom was there with her and I can only imagine how overwhelmed she was. She didn't have the resources to take care of me because she didn't have the resources to take care of herself. But what I have also learned is that knowing that information or having that compassion for her situation doesn't take away from the compassion I have to have for myself as well. Just because she wasn't able to be there doesn't mean that I didn't deserve a mother who could be there. And making the space for both of these two things, these two ideas to exist in tandem, that has been what has felt like the overwhelming part. The learned compassion combined with the naturally flowing anger has at times really felt like two polar opposite ends. And as I have put in the time and the effort to tending to my wound, I've realized it's not polarity at all. It is duality. What I mean is these aren't opposite ends of a spectrum. That compassion and sadness that I feel for my mom really exists because I know how it feels in part to not have a mom who can be there for you. And the anger that so naturally flows from that feeling 
is a protector, or what was supposed to be a protector, to the soft and vulnerable inside. So something that I've really tried to become more self-aware about in conjunction with all of this is that I try to suppress my true emotions in order to not show what I see to be a weakness. That fear of that vulnerability, it formed because there was no one there to hold that space for me and to make that place in the world safe. So let me tell you this. If you want a good shot to the ego, go look up your Chiron because this is what it said about mine. Many people who have the fourth house Chiron placement seek reassurance in their achievements. They are often hardworking and determined individuals who create a sense of safety by accomplishing things in their personal life. And it's like, oh my God, like just go ahead and put my insecurities out there, right? (laughs) But this is where I wanna move into the next part, which is my fourth house, Chiron, also has an added element of Leo. So for this one, Leo is a fire sign. And when you think of fire, what you think is what you get. In terms of Leo, Leo is bright, warm, confident, and loves a spotlight. It encapsulates the full expression of our proud moments. And just as there is a shadow side and a light side to everything, we get to see that working really hard here with the Chiron in fourth house. And let's be reminded again, shadow and light do not equate to good and bad. This is not a moral judgment. These are simply ways in which we can help ourselves to grow. This added element of Leo brings in something called the solar principle because Leo is a fire sign. The solar principle is this idea of very active, outgoing, confident creativity. When we have this shadow aspect, that looks like an inability to express yourself, specifically creatively. So for me, I can definitely see this happening where I have trouble showing off sometimes or accepting praise for a job well done. And it does mention that those with Chiron and Leo usually are excessively humble to the point that they put a damper on their creativity because of it. But that Leo fire burns bright. And what that ignites is a deep longing to be known for your creations. And that has always been me. I can look back throughout my life and know that consistently that fire burned. Maybe sometimes it was a little bit smaller of a flame as I was going through hardship or trying to find myself but it has never left. That desire to have my creations out in the world. And it's so, so funny because even as I'm sitting here making this episode, I'm laughing at myself because like, okay, Tori, 
who's the humble person who literally says on their episode, well, people like me are known to be humble creatives, right? But I want to share this because I want you to see this duality in action. I want you to see the light versus the dark and to see that we don't have to sit there. We don't have to take, we don't have to dwell in that dark space. It's understandable and it's okay if that's where you're at. That's where I was my whole life up until this point. And as I'm shedding these layers and I'm discovering this mother wound and I'm working to move into the light, I can be more honest and open with myself and now with the rest of the world about who I am, how I see myself. So one of the great aspects, the light aspects of this Chiron in Leo is that they possess a healing gift. They are able to bring out the decisiveness and creativity in the people around them. Their fire sparks a desire in others to build Chiron and Leo placements. When working in their light, people will see you as a catalyst for opening up something creative or a talent hidden within themselves. You awaken that in others. This brings a lot of influence into the world. And no matter who you are or what your chart or natal placements are, as you heal yourself, as you step into that light, that energy flows. And you automatically, just by being yourself and being in that energy, you invite the people around you to step into their healing light as well. You invite them to be what you are currently. So if there was not enough reason in your mind to celebrate yourself, to work on yourself, let this be it. If you feel confident, if you feel special, and if you feel unique, feeling those feelings, accepting them, and just residing within them, you're changing the world because you are inviting everyone else who gets to witness that energy you're in to also feel confident, to also feel special, and to also feel unique. So obviously this is just an example from my life. Some ways that I've been trying to peel back those layers the ways that I've been trying to work on that mother wound, I've really been trying to find a sense of security within myself, inside of my body. That has come from many sources. I've been doing a lot of parts work and reparenting my inner child, giving her exactly what she needed. Because you know what? Time isn't real. Let's get super meta woo-woo here, right? (laughs) Time is not real. You can go back. When you work on reparenting your inner child, that's what that is. That's an opportunity for you to reach back and heal what was broken, to offer the support that was never given, and to say the words that she never got to hear. 
it changes the you that you are now because those old wounds start to heal. And that has real effects on the little girl that's all grown up today. She can feel secure. She can feel safe. And she can know that she's protected by you. I know this was a little bit shorter of an episode again, but I would love it if somehow this was helpful to you. And if it was, I would really like to ask you for a favor. Please leave a review. It really helps for these messages to find the people who can appreciate them or who can benefit from them. So your review actually goes a really long way. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you at the next episode.